What are we? Uh, 86. 86? That's it. Well, ACDC to start us off, man. Ah, <coughs> uh, yeah. Let's crack them. All right. Happy uh, Sunday. Yeah. Happy Sunday, brother. So yeah, man, they said this weather was supposed to be like getting all It's just rain. It's just rain now. It's gonna be cold week. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, very cold week. But they say freezing rain, you know. Can't stay off the roads, blah blah blah. I got no, I had no problem getting over here. So, yeah. so anyway, uh, episode eighty six, how was your week? Good, busy, crazy as usual, but Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy week. Yeah. Yeah. So many people out for my work. We had sixty salespeople out with COVID. Sixty yeah. people out with COVID. Yeah. Crazy, unbelievable. It's, a, it's insane. So it is what it is. Um, so we got a lot to talk about this okay. week. Um, but we'll start it off as we usually do with the Great Stewart 86. 86. Okay. I'll so. start off with a, a great Hall of Famer, uh, Buck Buchanan from the Chiefs. Buck Buchanan. Yep. Yeah, old, good old boy. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was like from one of those historically black colleges, you know, and he was, I think he was the number one pick for the AFL back in the day. All right, I'm going high hitter first. Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward, he was awesome. Yeah. He was um, such a good blocker, dude. He, he was like, he was known for like, Is he a J.J. White or so, two, oh, I take dude, I Is he that, that quality of a blocker? No, I hate, fucking hate that <laughs> Heinz was a winner, man. He was a good receiver as he well. He was, man. Uh, I will go with... <clears throat> By the way, I don't have that many this week. No, yeah, me either. Um, I will go with Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. The f- one and only year Luke joined our fantasy football league and his team name was my ball Zach Ertz. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, my pretty God. Good. Uh, it, was, it was good. But anyway, uh, I'm going to stay with the tight end also with the Ravens. Ball, uh, Todd Heap. Todd Heap. Uh, I'll stay with a tight end, and this is old school. Former Eagle, former Ram, Charlie Young. Charlie Young. Spelled weird. Wasn't it like C, Charles, something like that? He spelled it weird. There was no like... I think it was I, E, I don't know. I don't know. He was good. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. Ended up with the Niners, uh, one of their first Super Bowls, I think. All right, here's a guy who was drafted by the Eagles. Okay. Never played for the Eagles, really. Mm -hmm. Um, Was out of Villanova. Brian Finneran. Played for wow. the Falcons for years. Wow. <clears throat> the Eagles drafted him. Wow. And uh, one of, wasn't many times that, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, let let guys go, uh, <laughs> the Eagles coach for years. Andy. Andy never let yeah. talent like that go. You know what wow. I mean? He, yeah, he, he, yeah, he was good. Kept that fireman for okay. a year. I, w- <laughs> I will go with another Eagle. Arkansas Fred Barnett. Arkansas Fred from Arkansas State. Arkansas, that's, that's what Buddy called him. Arkansas Fred. Arkansas Fred. All right, I'll st- we'll stick with the Eagles. How about Reggie Brown out of Georgia? Wow, okay. He was a good good ball player. Man. Yeah. Had a good run there. He was a post-Arkansas Fred. Okay. I am going to go with a, an old school guy from the 80s. Played for the Browns. Kid named Brian Brennan. Brian Brennan. He might have been one of those first possession receiver type guys because he was slow, but he could catch everything. Bernie Kosar used to be hitting him all the time. How about from in that same era, Stanley Morgan? Stanley Morgan. Patriots. Yeah, yeah, he was good too. Yeah. Um, hmm. I always uh, used to get him mixed up with Stanley. 
Daryl Stingley. No, 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 you, you know what I mean? They were like around that same time. One was right after me. Yeah. Um, I am going to go with, uh, I think he was from like the late 80s into the 90s, uh, Raider Swervin Mervin Fernandez. Swervin Mervin Fernandez? What the hell was... Swervin Mervin, the only reason, I, he was typical Raider draft, he was fast as hell, couldn't catch a cold in freaking Alaska, but he was fast as fucking hell, and they call him, his name was Mervin, they call him Swervin Mervin. Swervin Mervin. Fernandez. Mm-hmm. How about Antonio Freeman? Antonio Freeman. Oh, oh yeah. Packers... I'll stay with the Packers. I'm gonna go real old, old school from like Super Bowl one and two. Boyd Dowler. Boyd Dowler, nice. He was the guy who was supposed to start, but got sick or hurt, and then Max McGee had to start. There was a tight end for the Packers, also Donald Lee. Donald Lee. Yeah, he was he's Super Bowl champ. Okay. But all right, I'm gonna go Dallas Cowboy, and this guy was like really good. Butch Johnson. Butch Remember Johnson, him? Yeah. Did that catch in Super Bowl he twelve? Was very light skin. He looked yes, like but, he was. A, and, but he was like, uh, a yeah. showman. He was shooting you know, yeah, 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 yeah. six guns. He's and, a good player, man. That's a good one. Yeah. Butch Johnson. I like that. Uh, played for the Bears. Marty Booker. Marty Booker. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll go with another Brown. Uh, kid went to Arizona, I believe. Dennis Northcutt. Dennis Northcutt. Played for the Browns. Yeah. 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 For the Browns, yeah. Good receiver. Mm-hmm. All right, um, this guy would this guy would get off the bus and get hurt. Oh God! Uh, played for the Redskins. Great, great tight end, I should say. Uh, Jordan Reed always hurt though. Oh really? Okay, okay. Um, oh, I, I got one from Minnesota. Jake Reed. Jake Reed. Jake Reed. Very good. He was good. Boy. Did he play with Moss and Carter? Was he around that time or a little after that? Uh, he was around the same time as them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Little before and during. Okay. Um, Hunter Henry. He's a tight end. Okay. Uh, he was, yeah, not for, yeah, Hunter Henry. Okay. Um, oh, I'll go another old school guy, of course, a Raider. Defensive guy, Gerald Irons. Gerald Irons. Outside linebacker. Uh, how about this one for you? Okay. Out of Penn State, Courtney oh. Brown. Courtney Brown, yeah, number one pick overall. <laughs> number pick. Number did one he pick go to Brown? Where did he go? He went to the Browns. Yeah. Number one pick overall, and Arrington was number two. Yeah, wow. Wow, how about that? One? Oh God, how did I forget about? Probably the best Brown. college player to wear eighty six. Yeah, saying. he was terrific. He was amazing. He was terrific. Oh, he was unstoppable. Um, let's see. Oh boy, we got uh, a couple more. I I don't know if I have any more at all. Uh, let me see. I got a hockey guy now. What do you think? Do you? Go ahead. Go Nikita for it. Nikita Kucherov. Okay. Plays for Tampa Bay Lightning. He's a fucking superstar. And okay. then the Flyers have one now. Joel Farabee. Okay. He's number 86. Plays for the Flyers I now. actually just saw an 86 He's last night in uh, one of the games. Didn't the Cowboys have an 86 who scored a touchdown last night? Um, White who kid. knows? White kid. Did he score like Oh, what? yeah. Uh, the, the tight end. Yeah. Schultz? Might have been, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's Schultz. it for me. Yeah, I think that's it for me. I mean, there was a guy who, um, Christian Fourier, he played for years with uh, okay. Seattle. Okay. And then he went to New England, but he was 85, I think, okay. when New England, 86. There. Did James Boston wear 86 at some point? I know he was 80 for the most part. David Boston, you mean? No, 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 uh, James Lofton. Oh, James Lofton. Yeah, I didn't see him, I didn't no, see no. him on my list, no. Okay, maybe not. Antonio Freeman played one year for the Eagles, though. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. So anyway, there's our uh, greats to our 86. So we are up against it for the uh, national championship tomorrow Mm -hmm. night.
Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. Game, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So before we uh, dig into it, did you hear this guy um, made himself uh, a, onto the, the TV? Let's continue here and talk to David in Scottsdale, Arizona. Hello, David. Hey, Paul, it's an honor to speak with you today. Thank you very much. Um, I, I guess uh, right before Red Dog, a uh, previous caller kind of stole my thunder a little bit. I just wanted to see what you thought of, you know, instead of the emotions of Red Dog, uh, the X's and O's, and I'm a big Nick Saban fan, and I saw him that SEC championship game. I mean, he just totally had that Georgia defensive line gassed. I mean, they were hands on hips, and there was a running game. We're running a little bit quick tempo. I mean, do you think Georgia has any answers for this in the championship game? Uh, I think they could. Uh, and listen, uh, I, I am not uh, in any way being dismissive of Georgia. They're, they're a phenomenal team. I, I, I thought starting uh, at about midseason that they were the best team in the country. And, you know, they may still be, but there's, there's a difference between being the best team and, and, and managing to win a championship uh, that's game. Right. And that's the only thing we don't know about Georgia right now. Hey, thank you for the call. Wow, Morty Morty's, got into Morty's it. Morty got on Feinbaum. I like Feinbaum. Yeah, he's all right. You I know, like he, yeah. he just sticks to his SEC, you know. And, yeah, and he does. It. I mean, that's what he kind of, you know, I, when I first heard a couple of his broadcasts, or I thought he was a total Alabama guy, but he actually went to Ole Miss. Um, but because Alabama is, you know, really the best team, obviously. But, right. uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great question with Dave, the X's and O's. When teams are somewhat close in talent, unfortunately, our coach sucks, uh, it comes down to X's and O's. And being able to change up like Saban did and getting them gassed, that wins you championships. And that's why he's the best, Saban. He's, he, he can coach with anybody. Yeah, and, you know, so now he's got – now they both have the second shot. And, I mean, Georgia, the way they just – Dominated yeah. Michigan and yeah. you know. Bama I got. I got to say, I I'm pulling for Georgia, um, and I think Georgia's going to win. You know, it's tough to Do beat. You really? They're, how are they favored by two and a half points? Are they favored? I didn't know they were favored. <laughs> um, I don't know, but I, it's tough to beat the same team twice in a year. Um, if anybody can do it, it's Alabama. But I just got a feeling it's just Georgia's year. They've been awesome all they year. Played many times. Yeah, and, and it just Bama just always has their number. Yeah, you know, yeah, even that do. year with you know. When they made the substitution between Hertz and uh, Ty of a logo, whatever, and then they yeah. thought it Smith. They just showed yeah. that earlier today. Uh, they just seem to always make that, and that's Saban. He's such a great coach. He is, and it's like the difference is right. They have the one week, whereas you know talent is is equal. I think Georgia has a chance, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I think Alabama got beat up in that Cincinnati game. They had a lot of key injuries. Now, is everybody back for Alabama? Because they had some guys missing so. for Cincinnati. For the Cincinnati That's game. what I'm saying. I think they're still banged up. And mm. and that could be the difference maker. Because yeah. uh, Georgia has tons of pros on defense. I mean, Alabama is yeah. loaded with pros, too. Sure do. We're going to see so many guys. That's the one thing I always yeah. love about the national championship. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you when you look up. back. At yeah. national championships games, four, you say, three, yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she you said, Devontae goes. Smith catching that ball in 2018. Right. Right? Like I saw one of your texts <laughs> saying, hey, I hope that 31 for Alabama, whatever is Anderson, plays for the Eagles. I would like to see number 17, Dean, for Georgia play. For, uh, yeah. I, wouldn't it be great we had both of those fuckers? I doubt. Yeah. But, I mean, God, they're, they're both good ball players. Hey, the Colts are losing. 
Yeah. The Colts lose, yeah. they don't make the playoffs. You know, I'm hoping, you know, with this draft, the, the Eagles are smart enough to build up your defense. Championship wins, uh, defense wins championships. Build it up. Build it up. Get some good defensive guys, man. I am looking forward to this game, though, tomorrow night. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. So, you know, our Mount Rushmore this will, week will be the Mount Rushmore National Championship games. Mm-hmm. And hopefully this one will yeah. be just like the ones we name later yeah. on today. But, uh-huh. um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we'll see what Saban has for Kirby. Yeah. Um, that Georgia defense, I you know, they got toast. I think they got a chip on their shoulder after that first game. And I just think that Georgia, that game yeah. got away from them. Yeah. <clears throat> and, yeah, and Bama and, and has that, a way of doing that. And Bama has a way of doing that. Bama has a way of just wearing you out. And they got that big, powerful offensive line. I wouldn't mind Eagles drafting another one of their linemen this year either. Yeah. And that can just wear you out. And then all of a sudden you're, you're behind a couple of touchdowns and you get out of your game plan because you feel obligated to catch up. And then that's what, and that's where Saban gets you because he's always got great defenses. And they'll, you know, they'll, they'll force you into a mistake. And next thing you know, like you say, it gets away from you. Right. So – I hope it's. I hope it's a good game. I hope it's. I just think it's going to be one of those epic games. I don't know why. I just yeah. have a feeling it's just going to be one of those epic games yeah. where it's not going to be high scoring. You know, like a twenty-eight, twenty-four, twenty-eight, twenty-seven, something like that. Just but one of those yeah. epic fucking yeah. games. Well, you know? the last time they played the national championship, that was an epic game, and that may be one of those Mount Rushmore games we talk about. It will be <clears> because it's all my last. one came down. And it was overtime, and it was a, a you know not a hail mary, but a long throw. And yep. Perfectly executed between two guys who are now in the pros. Yep, and and I think I think that's what we're going to see. We're going to see a lot of future pros on yeah, the field, which yeah, you, you always know. do when those two teams play. Yep. So, yeah. uh, and then the Eagles, right? So I got a lot to talk about the Eagles. Forget okay. the game last night. Um, yeah. You know, I, I didn't know if we we were going to get the chance. I you know I yesterday just didn't have enough together to. Uh, but, you know, we can talk a little bit about the game last night. But I wanted to talk about, hey, they made the playoffs, right? Made the play, you know, and hats off to them because I, I before the year, I think we both picked them as 8-9. and nine. And even 8-9, and nine, or even 9-8, and eight, is a hell of a right. accomplishment after last year. You think about last year, we, we went 5-10-1? We four, four. four games. So we went four games, fired your coach, you lost your, your uh, franchise quarterback, so-called guy. Now you got a new coach. Brand new quarterback, new and you start new system, starting from scratch, new coaches, new everything. Everything else kind of stayed the same, and it go from four wins to nine wins, and now into the playoffs. Yep. So if it was a sixteen game season, we would have been nine and seven. You know, um, I think that's a hell of a season they just had. So hats off, and I know halfway through the season they're calling for Sirianni's head like hey, he's one and done. You know, the one thing I got to say about the guy is he will learn from his mistakes. He'll make some big boners like, oh my God, what are you thinking? But then the next week he makes a, a change. Yeah. So hopefully, he's a young guy, so hopefully that continues. You know? Yeah, I, I agree with you. He's a young guy. Uh, he's definitely learned from his mistakes. Um, I felt like going into the season, like even the Atlanta game, nobody knew what to expect. We yeah. didn't know what to expect, but yeah. neither did Atlanta. And he came out and it was like, okay, what do we got here? And then the defense, right? The next two games, it was like... Oh, my God. Well, I mean, the defense didn't really make any change. Like, the offense made changes within at least the first five games. Right. They started running the ball, thank God. Number one. And, the, and some of the rushing last night, at least in the first half, looked good with Gainwell. That kid, he's got a lot of heart. I like that kid. He's a skinny kid. How he's a running back, but... He got looked, banged up a little bit last night and still came back. Yeah, and it was like a tough little son of a bitch. And by the way, the backup line looked really freaking good. And they look good. You're absolutely right. And then one of them got hurt, tooth or something like that. Mm-hmm. He got hurt. Um, 
Yeah, I didn't expect a lot last night. And then you look at the Cowboys and you see a lot of defense. They had their whole starters except a few. Parsons wasn't playing. Offense, they had their starting quarterback well, out. Well, the D-backs there. were out. Yeah. They, they, you know, but, their but, D-backs are not that good anyway. But, um, so, I mean, I'm not going to really take it away from them. But, you know, for this season, I think that's a, a huge win for them. I think that's a big turnaround and a, a stepping stone. Now they got to use this draft in this offseason to start. Now let's turn this into something. Let's get this momentum going. Right. Turn nine wins into 11 or 12 or 13 and get going. So, I mean, there's a lot to talk about here with the Eagles, right? So, mm-hmm. for one, I agree with everything you just said about the, the transition with this year and how Nick Sirianni learned as the season went on. Um, I actually think they'll go backwards next year. Think so? Yeah, I don't know why. I just think that um, he's okay of a coach, right? We'll see what he does in the playoffs. I just think that... Um, you know, if the Eagles establish the run, they're going to be all right. But I, I just don't think they're that good. They're, they're so bad on defense yeah, that I, I think unless they really focus on defense in this draft, it's going to be a problem. And yeah. the offensive line is getting a little bit old. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and so, I think that the Giants are going to get better. The Redskins are going to get better. Right. Cowboys are really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Cowboys, like, it seems like every other year they're good, they're bad, they're good, they're up, they're down. Uh, I think what the Eagles need to do in this upcoming playoff game is use to run to the advantage and make up for the weak defense. Can't score if you don't have the ball. Run the ball, control the clock, control the line of scrimmage, and limit the amount of touches the other team has. I hope we play Tampa Bay because I think that's our best matchup. I'm not afraid of Brady. (coughs) Brady is who he is. Yeah, so whoever we play, I don't think we're going to win. But I think we we can make it close if we run the ball. And you're right. I think we got to improve it in the upcoming offseason in the draft, improve your defense, and pick up another lineman or two. Right. You know, it was good to see that the backups lineman continued that badass, hey, let's go. Let's run them down. And it was our backups, and they had most of their starters on defense, you know, especially yeah, the front yeah, seven guys. Front, yep, and they were still there. running that ball. You know, you pick up another guy from Bama or Georgia, whomever lineman, uh, and then defense, pick up some linebackers. Pick up. I'd love to see them get another badass safety like a B-Dock or Wes Hopkins or another guy Apparently back there. Apparently the safety and name is really good. So There's some The kid from Penn State's really good. Oh, yeah. You can get him in the second or third round. Briscoe's very good ball player. Yeah, there you go. Smart kid, too. So we'll see. Um, but, you know, this week I did listen to some local radio, um, and people were, you know, hail to Nick and then hail to Howie. And I'm, like, thinking to myself, yeah. all right, what what did Howie do good in the draft? Right. I mean, I mean, Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. I like Jalen Hurts. I don't yeah. love Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen I don't Hurts. think he's our long-term solution. He may be our guy for the next year or two. He's a leader, though, dude. He. I, I like the kid. And, yeah. I, and I think I said that when we first drafted him. As a person, as a player, I like him because he's yep. just got a lot of character. And he's a good kid. Every time he talks, it's like, man, that, I, I would follow that kid. He's a good guy. But it's like... But his talent, is his talent good enough to be... If, if Howie doesn't draft J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, if he doesn't draft... Rager, we don't have to get Devontae Smith, who I love, don't get me wrong. We get freaking Mika Parsons, right? You get what I'm saying? Sure. Like, we don't need a receiver. The damage at that, point. that has been done in previous years, how he should not get a buy on this. And then, uh, you drafting know, even, even that's a defensive hurts. end from Tennessee, Barnett, he was, he's not that good. Oh, it's like this guy gets, you know, gets a pass. And, you and know, he shouldn't get a pass. I mean, there are a few guys who he has picked, uh, what's his number? 97 or 98, the kid from Louisiana Tech played pretty good last night. He did. You know, he's but he, that was a reach pick, by the way. Was Wasn't he pick. like a third-round pick? 
Uh, was he a third round pick? Yeah, because remember, everybody in the room was like, yeah. what the fuck? But I think, you know, uh, in the next year or so, he's going to be good. Yeah, I think no, he's gonna no doubt. No, the, some of those interior linemen last night were hungry. and They yeah. want to show their stuff. Kerrigan sucks, by the way. Well, he's at the end of his career. He's yeah, done. but he, he hasn't done shit all year. Just like, you know, all these guys we just mentioned the last few weeks at the end of their career. Hey, uh, Antonio Freeman was here at the end of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. James Lofton might have been here. Art Monk last week we might be here. <laughs> well, it's her last year. They come to the Eagles to freaking say goodbye. Right. You know, and this is the end of it. He always killed the Eagles. Kerrigan always killed the Eagles. He did. So did he not? I was like, yeah, I was like, like, hey, we might as well draft him. Where's so, that guy? If nothing year? else, let's let's make sure he doesn't kill us anymore because he did. If he was still on the Redskins, he'd probably kick our ass this year. Right. I, I mean, that was the one thing. So then, the after the game last week, right the, at Washington, forget last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jalen, did you see the video? Did yes. You know? Yes, with the crowd. Yes. And they followed him, and he's and helping, he's helping the guys some guys up. Yeah. So. And then he writes a letter to Washington, the okay. NFL, like, "What's going on? Dude, how are these people doing? What, what, what's the solution?" So I got a, I got a feeling. Washington, on that I think, letter. lies or something. I, th- I got, a, I got a feeling on why he wrote that letter. Why? So they all fall, they fall into him, and the first thing he does is help the guy up. Yeah, that's why he wrote the letter. Because, well, because yeah. he doesn't want any liability. And the fact that he touched the guy that was on the ground. Yeah. So I think that that's why Jalen Hurts writes the letter. He's like. Because I was like, why the fuck is he writing a letter? This is the weirdest well, thing. And making it public. Well, if, if that's the case, I think somebody told him to do that. That's what I'm saying. But I think his his knee-jerk reaction, which is a true reaction, was to help somebody. Let me right, help which is great. Which is very cool. Like I said, there's I can talk uh, the, the rest of this podcast about how I like this kid. I've always yeah, liked this he's kid. Fucking amazing. When he was at and then he Bama, poses for photographs with these guys. I mean, he's, he's just a he's good amazing. guy. You know, when he was at Bama and he could have transferred and he didn't, that told me a lot. Like, what a high-character guy this guy is. Yeah. yeah so I, would, I would just keep him on a team just for that stuff. How you about know, it, One day right? this kid's going to be a coach, and he's going to be a good coach. I really like Jalen Hurts, the person. And the other thing me is... Too. With, me too. I like him a lot. With today's... Young uh, athletes, and and you see it in basketball. You see it all okay. over. You don't really see it as much in hockey because it's such a blue collar sport. Yeah, and these are hardworking Canadians, or you yeah. know, um, and a lot of them don't end up making the money that some northern kids are. from the U.S. But <clears throat> the today today's athlete, there's so much of them. Even in baseball, right? There's so much prima donna shit. Yeah, right. Everybody's and, kissed their ass for their whole life, and. Fed him, hey, only play one sport because this is going to be your sport. And to have a kid who's such a high-character kid. And, and every time this year, and we've had some really down times, and he's had down times, he took it on himself. Yeah. He didn't say it was this guy's but fault. But he's a coach's son. Oh, is he a coach? I didn't know that. Well, yeah, that explains that, a lot. But, yeah. I mean, still, I mean, to sit there with a microphone in front of you and a nationwide camera, you know, all the audience ESPN, and to say, you know what, we got to get better, that's on me. And he could have easily said, hey, freaking Rager broke, dropped it. He sucks. Yeah. But he did not. By the way, he does suck. And he they, does suck. If they run that fucking it. reverse to him one more time. Oh, my they God. They ran it last night. And then, he get, loses does, does a yard. Get, you know what they should do is fucking put a compass on his face mask and say, you know, when he catches the punt, go north and south, ding dong. By the way, they put this practice squad kid in last night returning kicks, and he's averaging like 30 yards a kick return. Yeah. I mean, he had plenty so of kicks kid, to return last he, night. Fucking put Gamewell back there. He's skinny, he's oh, yeah. fast, and he's tough. He's a tough little son of a bitch. Yeah, and that so number 32 was good, too. That's what I'm saying. That's the guy oh, was that the kid? Huntley or something. Oh, my God. Did you see that one run? If they didn't yeah. trip him, he's gone for like yeah. 60 yards. Yeah, I like that kid. Yeah. <laughs> he's hungry. Kid what, was the, what was the score? I think it was 10-10 at the time, and I said, 
50, I, I said. 51 to 30 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I said 50. And, and it I, might have been 17 all. Was that what it was? I think yeah. it was 17 all. And I was like. And then it was 23, and I was like, okay. And then they fucked up the punt. That's when I went to bed. I'm like, there we go. And then I was like, you know what? Let me see how they ended this drive. 30. I'm like, okay, Norm's right. Tell me 51. And it but wasn't even 30. Why would you even give them that <laughs> chance before the half there? They kept throwing the ball. And I'm like, and when he gets sacked on that play, and then they call the timeout, I'm like, why? and then the kid shanks the punt. Yeah, and I'm like, up the punt. and he shanked another punt, That's, too. You know, that, He's been good know, all year. I really think some of these young coaches, they should have like a class of teaching how to time management. And they should obviously put James Franklin in there because he fucks up OB5 every halftime, that dickhead. So speaking of prima donnas, uh, Antonio Brown. Oh, what the <laughs> fuck? That guy, he should be put on meds. He he's should. a mess. I just was watching something on uh, on YouTube or something where he's trashing Gronk and Brady. And Brady's been nothing but a champion for that kid. So and what he you saw, him. I listened to that podcast. It's on podcast, yeah. Full Send Podcast. Oh, what is it called? So, uh, it's the Full Send Podcast. Okay. Yeah, he trashes him. So the one guy, Bob, he... I can't remember his last name, but anyway, I, I've listened to this guy for years. He's the one, had the one guy says, "Hey, I'm a Brady fan," and blah blah, and he's he just getting on him. And then the one kid uh, to his his left, the right of the screen, just yeah, EB, you are the best. You're right, you're. He just agreed everything with. You. But uh, they were kissing his ass because, and and I didn't like that. That's all he wants, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, and I can't think of Bob's last name. Bob Menery. Bob Menery. Okay. So Bob Menery's fucking awesome, and he, he's like this young guy. He's from New England. And um, he got famous for doing fake voiceovers on videos. I don't know if you've ever seen some of his stuff. It's great. I'll play some of them for you later. So <clears throat> he would take like an NBA game, NFL game, uh, PGA golf. He has the, my favorite one is he does with John Daly. And he does, look at that fucking guy going. He, and he makes it look like it's a real broadcast. So that's how he got famous. Oh, People okay. thought it was a real that's broadcast. And, oh, I'm probably going to get fired for that one, Peter. <laughs> he does like these fake broadcasts and it's great stuff, right? So he got famous for that. And everybody like, he, he gets everybody on the podcast because they all love his stuff. Shaq, you know, he's good buddies with uh, Dana White, UFC. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah so Shaq is anyway, he, he's got so many connections. He reaches right out to AB and Antonio Brown comes in, and so that's how they get him on this podcast. It's a, it's, but it's a disgusting podcast to listen to with Antonio Brown. Yeah, I only saw All the minute clip where he was. His ass. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, he's talking about, hey, they're not paying me this and that, whatever. Okay, so if you don't agree with their paying for you, do one or two things. One, at least wait till after the game, or wait till the end of the season. Yeah. Not in the at halftime. Uh, hey, either pay me or I'm not gonna. What? Yeah, so you know, he... wait till the end of the game or end of the season to say, "Yo, you want me?" Or because if he doesn't do that and finishes off the season and they don't pay him, every team would want him because he is very good. But he he's such good. a whack job. After that, I don't know if anybody picks him. up. I don't think anybody picks him. W- up. Would you? And, and think about some of the teams he has now burned. He's burned some very quality Raiders, Raiders New, England, New England, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I mean, they're quality franchises. I mean, that's some big organizations. Those are, it's and like, some very well respected coaches. Yeah. I mean, Tomlin, Pittsburgh, Arians, right. Belichick, Pittsburgh, Belichick. But Gruden. Yeah. Well, Gruden uh, maybe not as respected anymore. Or, 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 whatever. But I mean, still Pittsburgh, New England. Those are the elite. Yep. You know, what is he going to do now? Go to the Cowboys and fuck over? Jerry Jones will probably pick him up. And then fuck him over, too. He didn't have space for him, but... 
he it, that's a guy that would end up in a Cowboys uniform. Right. I mean, this guy's just burning bridge after bridge. I mean, the Raiders gave him all this money, and yeah. most of it was guaranteed, and he fucked it all up. Yep. Dude, all you have to do is shut up and play football. You know what? And and he's talking about in, in Tampa Bay, oh, well, then they, they paid Gronk this, and that's his boy, and how come they're not doing this? Dude, you were in Oakland, yep. or wherever the hell they were, and they guaranteed you all this money, and you fucked it up, so now it's not guaranteed, and they no. yanked it out. So don't tell me about your man. Your, your and he went to pay. New England and had all that shit happen. And <coughs> Belichick said, say it. Yeah, Belichick wants to win. And he had to, to sit out. And then, you know, he comes back. And then Brady, the, Brady throws him a lifeline. Yep. The only <laughs> reason he got there is because the best quarterback of all time said, hey, you know what, bring this guy in, sleep at my yeah. house. And, you know, and now he's going to throw him under a bus? Well, his thing was, what do you mean Brady? Brady, Brady reached out to me. He wanted the best receiver in the bu- in the game. Right. This is the way he's talking. Right. Yeah, if you listen to that podcast, it's like I oh, only listened to cubable. a minute where they where they he he was trashing Brady and Gronk. He goes, Gronk's his boy. Well, Gronk is a goofball, but he doesn't do this he shit. He didn't really trash Brady. He just didn't have time for him. He's like Tom Brady. I made Tom Brady. You know, like that's his thing. Like, oh, stop, buddy. Dude, he's won rings. He won six other rings without yeah. you, dude. So and he won rings with having no receivers. So very. A very unique situation. My whole take on this thing is apparently he claims he had a bad ankle or something. Deltoid, right? Torn deltoid or some shit like that, right? And um, so my question is, if that's true, and nobody's really talking about this, Arians goes to him, tells him to go in the game. He's like, no, man, I'm hurt. That's what he says. And he says, get out of here. There's no way Arians would say it like that. It's not the way I think it went down. The guy dressed for the game. Caught a couple of passes, was making, takes off his uniform after he says, as Antonio Brown claims, he said, get the fuck out of here. So then that's when he took off the shoulder pads and everything. Then he went off. And went off and threw his shit off. But if he's that hurt, why is he doing jumping jacks in the fucking end zone as he's leaving the stadium? Running, doing jump jacks. You couldn't do that on if his ankle is as hurt as it was. Right. So, I mean, if, if that's the truth, and, you know, we've seen enough specials and heard enough stuff where... The, the NFL coaches and doctors push these guys who are hurt and maybe shouldn't be playing. Okay, so here's my what if. So what if the coach says, get the fuck out of here? If the coach says that to me, I'm going to be pissed off, but I'm going to run to the locker room, be mad. I'm not going to be doing jumping jacks and taking my clothes the fuck off. And then, you know, dress and talk to, all right, coach, all right, now it's time to talk. My fucking ankle's fucked up. All right. Or whatever. The trainer to, to would be let like that, that coach know, though. Right, and, and, and to act like that? Or at least, you know, hey, trainer, tape it up. Let me get, let me try a play or two, see how it goes. Right. See if I can cut. See if I can make a cut. And, and if not, then turn to the coach and say, do you see me out here? It's fucked up. You know? But then, to act the way he... And this is this is a pattern now with him. Yep. Did you ever see the YouTube where after he got released by the Raiders, he's running around his oh, backyard yeah. and a freaking nut job? He ran right out to his pool and blah, Yeah, he blah, ran blah. around. I mean, this guy has a history of being a nut. So if I am an owner, I'm a GM, I don't... Hey, you, you, he is one of the best. But I don't want him on my fucking team. Well, Are I don't think any me? of them will. If you listen to that interview, what you'll hear is a guy like most of these elite athletes today who... From the from the moment they're thirteen, everyone around them kisses their ass. Everybody kisses and tells them you're the greatest. You're the greatest. So that's what in his mind. He's not <laughs> a sound mind, obviously. Yeah, no kidding. And that's what Arian said. I hope this guy goes out and finds some help. <laughs> and he needs. To and they keep going help. back to the perfect hit. 
where you know Vontez Perfect like basically knocks him out yeah. uh, when the Bengals are playing the uh, Steelers, and they say he hasn't been mentally the same since then. Oh really? Yeah, and so on this podcast. Oh, that actually, linebacker. Yeah, he's dirty motherfucker. Oh yeah, I, he ended up on a radio for a little while. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he's dirty motherfucker. And I actually watched a game one time, and it was one of those Thursday night football games. And he goes, there's a play in the end zone, and there's a cameraman behind the end zone. He runs right by the guy, and he didn't like how close the cameraman <clears> was. <throat> and he fucking throws his elbow up and knocks the fucking cameraman down. And I go, linebacker? Yeah, Vontaze wow. Perfect. And I'm like, you motherfucker. I mean, he's an old man just trying to make a living. That's it, right? So, um, wow. This other thing came out about AB that apparently the night before the game. Oh, oh, yeah. He was out with texting. Text yeah, saying, hey, watch what I'm going to do tomorrow. Like it was premeditated. So she's got all the text to prove and how he got her by security. Now, they got all these COVID protocols and this and, and that. And he gets her into her room. What well, you know, okay, yeah. But and she I said mean, he only lasted 30 seconds. <laughs> Oh, God, she sold him out? Yeah. Oh, she's not even his friend. She sold him out? Well, no, she didn't. She's Wow. Yeah, she's, oh, C-A-B? No, no. To me, you should shut the hell up because... Well, she's just trying to get her 15 minutes. Sure. Included well, in isn't this. Isn't she... Is she a rapper? Or she's famous, too. No, no, no. no. She's just an only fans model. You know, she's oh, fucking stripped okay, for money. Oh, okay, she's okay. The, so she's the... She, oh, so she's... Oh, she only lives... Oh, that... Wow. Yeah, she's fucking... Dude, dancing. okay. But, you know, whatever. So he's snuck a girl in and then she sold you out and then it was premeditated and to me that's not surprising again because he has a track record of being a yeah. nut job but she has the text that say watch what I do tomorrow well yeah I mean that could be <clears throat> hey I'm gonna go off or whatever but yeah that, yeah that could also mean I'm gonna be a nut job ironically what he does and so. what he does so yeah I mean he is a talented guy it's a shame and it's a shame because there's been a lot of wide receivers unfortunately it seems like divas who are telling T.O. and all these other guys, and they act like assholes. Yeah. You know, and T.O., by the way, saying, sign me, Buccaneers. He's 48 fucking and years he, old. You see him? He's, dude, like, he's, he's come shape. like a Greek god. Yeah. Sign him. Um, it's a shame. And then you find somebody who shuts the fuck up, and then, you know, Jerry Rice, who, who didn't do any of this shit, who all he did was work hard, and they, they, they persecute him like... He didn't make any friends. Well, he's fucking... The reason he's the greatest, because he didn't shut the fuck up and just... And then Chris Carter, when he got his, his act together, he was awesome. Yeah. You know, and even Moss, you know, he had his uh, few episodes, but when he was on, when he was with Brady, unstoppable. I would love to hear what Randy Moss has to say about all this. Because Randy Moss was teetering on AB, right? Because Randy Moss had that whole Minnesota thing, and then he went to the Raiders... But when he was with Minnesota and Chris Carter, I think Chris Carter took him under his wing and said, hey. He and did. Chris Carter at but that time was, was so, uh, clean and sober. 18 touchdowns his first year. Whatever. Oh, my God. Amazing. And then when he went to the Patriots with Brady, oh, my God. They, they had a record yep. right, with 20 touchdowns or whatever it was. He was When he was on, he was unstoppable. He was unbelievable. Un he was better than Rice. But he wasn't good with the Raiders. And no, because the Patriots, he, yeah, and it's he, like, boom. He, he was with the Raiders, and they sucked. Yeah. And I remember a game halfway through the game, he walked off like, fuck this. And he even said That's that in his Hall of Fame he career. He was, he had, he teetered he had on where he, he had diva. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, he got in the right yeah, situation. Yeah. I always look at this. Some of these quarterbacks get drafted, some of these running backs, and it's yeah. like, you got to get the right in that guy. right Right situation. Well, you look too. at you look at the kid this past year, uh, quarterback from Alabama. If he goes to the Raiders, he's fucked. Yeah. He goes to the Eagles, he's fucked. He goes to the Patriots. Hey, listen, we need you to throw about maybe twenty games, twenty times, 
Get 200 yards. We're going to hand the ball. It was the one game. Three times he threw the ball. And we're going to fucking we're going to lean on our defense because our head coach is a defensive mastermind. Yeah. So don't worry about it. You do this, and that was the right situation. Look at him. He's doing terrific. There's so many great football players that have fallen through the cracks because they got in a bad situation. Like bad I think situation. Yeah. Like you look at Joe Burrow this year. He's mm-hmm. fucking phenomenal. He's doing well. There's a chance. I still think. With the kid down there at, uh, from Clemson, uh, Lawrence, who's with the Jaguars. Yes. If yeah. he gets the right coach in there, right. You know. So if I'm ja- if I'm Jacksonville now, we obviously Urban Meyer is the fraud jerk off that he yeah. is, is out of there. This next coaching pick for them has to be the right one. Yeah. So I think Byron Leftwich would be a good pick. That's a great pick. So uh, first of all, you got to have somebody who's an offensive-minded guy because you, you got the greatest could be the greatest quarterback here, and it's got to be somebody who's temperamental to quarterbacks. So yeah. hey, he, he, or you get some well, O'Brien, whatever. But I mean, somebody's work with say Tom, you know Tom Brady. Right. Leftwich would be a great pick. He's a younger guy. Hey, he knows what it's like to struggle. I didn't like that whole O'Brien talk with him. Uh, I don't. I don't think. I mean, O'Brien. Hasn't even done that great of a job at, at Alabama this year. Well, the one thing Nick Saban and I got to give him credit. Every time he brings an offense quarter, he says you got to learn our system, okay. and then we're gonna then you can you know expand. But you got to learn our offensive language so that it doesn't confuse the players. It makes sense. Hey, do we teach 120 guys a new system or one guy our system? You uh, learn our system. That's great. And then you do stuff. So and he's I, had a lot, and they've gone on to do amazing things. So. And they all do. Right. I just wish, you know, we got something better. So I don't know about O'Brien. O'Brien with fucking Franklin. Well, with what O'Brien did in Houston, uh, and, you know, he traded away DeAndre Hopkins, who might be a diva. Who knows? Guys well, I, I, I got to he doesn't seem as much as a diva as these other guys. I think O'Brien, for whatever yeah. reason, didn't get along with the guy. I think so. Whatever. Right. Whatever reason. I mean, whenever you interview, see an interview with this kid, and you hear his background story, Kids call, and he catches. This kid could catch a Dixie cup everything. in a fucking hurricane. He's that amazing. That kid catches everything. Yeah, I, I he doesn't like say him. much, and he no. just hey man. Now he may be a dick behind behind mm. sit, uh, closed I don't door, think so. But I just think him and O'Brien just didn't get along. Yeah. But now he's in Arizona and he's doing well. Yeah, he's hurt now, but and that dude catches. You get that ball near him, he catches it. Yeah. So um, that'll be interesting because. You know, we talked about the people that fall through the cracks, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, news of the week. Sidney Portier passed away. Yeah, Sidney. He's a great actor. Great actor, great man. Actor. I like Sidney Portier. God, he was long. Okay, yeah, I mean, in the last two weeks, Betty Betty White was 99. And I, you know, I met the, I was in yeah. the, I was in the Giant Friday, and I saw the magazine. No. She turned 100. I meant to take a picture and send it to you. Why did you fucking grab it? That's oh, a, that's no a clip. Way. I thought okay. they pulled all those off. <laughs> no, it was right there. Betty's turned 100. I'm oh, like, no, no. no. I, was, I, I meant to that's take it. But, you know, the line started moving up. These young kids are like, come on, mister. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to look I thought that it said Betty turned 100. <laughs> it did. It said something yeah. like that. Betty turns 100, whatever. And I'm like, no, she didn't. She turned over in her grave, maybe. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They probably pulled it by now. I meant to take that and send it to you. So, yeah, Sidney Poitier. So, a great actor. Little known story. Uh, Scotty and I were in a movie. We got into the end scene of a movie that Sidney Poitier was in. Okay. It's called Little Nikita. Oh, yeah, yeah, with uh, F- uh, River, River Phoenix. Phoenix. That's also a great guys. movie. <laughs> great movie, yeah. Yeah, great movie. So, the end scene, it ends up at the Tijuana border, and there's like a shootout, whatever. Okay. And that whole scene was filmed right in front of Scotty and I. We were coming back from Tijuana, and we had to wait. They told us it was like this bridge, walking bridge. 
Oh, oh, so they, oh, really? Yes. Yeah, oh, that's the second time you were in another movie. You were in that other yeah. volleyball movie. Too. Yeah, with uh, Dougie's first movie wife. Star. <laughs> oh, Dougie's, Doug's first wife was in that movie? Yeah. Oh, you were sitting next to her. You're sitting next to her, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, Becky. Oh, Beck was in that? Yeah, so we were we were just at like some bar out there. And what they did is they were moving us around the stand. I stayed there. Becky came, left, whatever. And they just kept filming this one scene. But oh, okay. It was, yeah, Spike, so... But yeah, uh, it was called Little Nikita. Yeah, I remember that. That's a good movie. Scuba. Yeah. Scuba was a bad <laughs> Russian guy. Scuba. That fucking blonde-haired guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember the movie. That's a very good movie. Yeah. Um, so then, were, they're, his parents were Russian sleepers. They were. Yeah. It was kind of like, uh, what was that, the uh, movie with Charles Bronson, where they, they would re recite the Robert uh, Frost poem, and they... Turn back on. Yep. The forest is lovely, dark, and deep, but we got promises to keep. <laughs> and miles to go before we sleep. Do you remember Nikita? Miles. To... <laughs> then they go blow some shit up. I forget what Get the hell the name of the movie. Was. Oh, Robert Frost. I love that yeah, poem. Man. Charles Charles Bronson had a uh, he had a, a photographic memory and he, he memorized every uh, you know person. He went and got him. Yeah. Side Out was the other movie. Side Out. Yeah. They were giving us free shit. Yeah, whatever. yeah. I remember you telling me, I was on a movie. I'm like, what? And then, of course, I had to watch the movie like a hundred times looking for you. I don't even give a fuck about the movie. Like, Where's Norman? Jesus Christ, where I don't see him at all. Yeah, Becky and I sitting in the stands. Um, so, our president. Oh, Christ almighty. Here we go. So he fucks up again. He's Him and his son, I just saw a picture. Of course, Biggs posted it. Uh, his him and his son with the fucking guy who just got uh, arrested this, uh, the, the, the security or whatever the intelligence guy from whatever country who just got busted did you no, see that no 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 I didn't did you see, see that one no okay. this fucking guy dude oh, fucking he's who is he fucking up now he's, he's fucking up the economy again so he he took there's oh, so much this week that you could take on this guy right Jesus let him this, just let him sleep let him be Rip Van Winkle for the next fucking four years he um he took the opportunity to blame the unvaccinated again. He had to do something, right? Omicron's like... Well, I mean, it's been, almost been a year, so he's, it's, he's running out of his exploration about blaming Trump. It's your fucking first year, dickhead. Right. Enough. It used to be the president's first 100 days in office. This jerk-off is going 365 and done zip. So he, he still blamed the unvaccinated. Where the vaccinated can now be passing it to each other. I now no. know people who have gotten uh, COVID multiple times. Biggs, by the way, is in the hospital. It's supposedly got. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he's doing bad. Um, COVID for third time. Third fucking time. And it, I think one of them affected his heart because that's why he's in the heart. His heart, his heart and lungs. Well, he's I, out of shape, fucking guy. Love you, Biggs. But uh, yeah, no, I I do too. He's a great guy, and I just the thing was like you guys were out that uh, you were down at. PJs. PJs. That and when you said you're out with Biggs, and, and I was like, dude, that guy should not be out in public right now. And then and then the, the following week, uh, I was supposed to have off. Of course, I didn't have off. They went again, the PJs, and I couldn't make it. So it's probably got it then. You might have. You know, because it's like, yeah, right now you got to like, It's cold right flu season right now. So yeah, it's yeah. cold and flu season. So, I mean. Same thing could have happened to him with the flu, by the way. Yeah, exactly. So it's just whatever. But anyway, so he's right now. Blaming the the he's blaming the unvaccinated, which is just completely wrong. They're saying that, um, and they keep pushing. You know, whatever the vaccine is, what it is. Um, I mean, I got vaccinated. Got 
you fucking boosted yeah. and whatever. I don't think that's going to do shit with the Omicron and, and you know, now there's Delta Cron, right? We have Delta here, there. People that just had Delta, I think I told you this last week, in November are now getting Omicron, which is crazy, right? So, yeah. which also leads me to think that people that say this is going to be the beginning of it going to endemic and herd immunity, no, because the rest of the world is going to continue to pick up different variants and going to continue to come here. So it's like, and the other thing is all these other countries that are shutting their doors and think that, okay, we're going to keep this out. You're not. Eventually you're not. shit's going you're to get not. there. Guess what? Four years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, what do we used to have? Every fucking, you know, year we had something. The bird flu, the fucking West yeah. Nile. We had this, we had that. We'd hear scares about this and that, but then all of a sudden it was gone. Yep. Because guess what? <clears throat> These things come and go. They're constantly coming and going. I think that, you know, you got to take care of yourself, mm -hmm. right? I mean, I think that's a, that's a huge thing that will help you. Yes. And I don't know. Do I regret getting the uh, vaccine and the booster? No. Because the vaccine actually let me do a lot of things. I know a lot of people had breakthrough cases with Delta and everything else. Mm -hmm. But it let me do a lot of things in 2021 that I wouldn't have been able to do had I not been vaccinated. Um, so I felt like we were getting back to normalcy. Now it's just fucking crazy. Now it's just crazy. You know, they started the crazy train. Now they can't stop it. Mm. Because every time somebody has like a, a stub toe, holy shit, it's the stub toe fucking but flu. If the previous administration was in charge right now and the testing was as bad as it is, it would be all you'd hear about. All you'd hear about. Whether you watch the news or not, you'd be hearing about a lack of testing, Trump sucks. But no, not Joe. <laughs> no, no, I mean, do you remember when Trump, the last year, last year about this time, or even, you know, six months before that, that's how the news, every news broadcast started with that. They would start with the, vac you know, the, the, uh, the COVID numbers. We're up yes. to now three quarters of a million people now have died from this. There have been zero people who have died from the flu and a pneumonia, which yeah. normally is crazy, but everything is COVID. <laughs> right. This guy died in a car accident. Guess what? He had COVID. That's why he swerved off the fucking road. And I don't know if it's true Bullshit. or not, if it's an urban legend or whatever, yeah. but they, apparently hospitals get $10,000 by... I don't know if that's I've true. I've heard that. I've heard that. I don't know if that's true. Or not. I've heard that by, from a couple. Of, labeling I've it. heard a couple of nurses tell me that. Yeah. Okay, so then maybe it is true that they get ten thousand dollars per COVID. Well, I didn't hear about the money thing, but I heard that they were told to change the reason someone died to COVID. To COVID, but they you get know, ten thousand dollars. They get whatever they get. You know, she, I had a, a nurse tell me that some guy died. He was like fucking eighty-eight years old. He had cancer. He they knew he was going to die anyway. But he did have COVID. But that's not why the guy died. Right. He died because he had fucking cancer. He was eighty-eight years old. And, and they said, oh, I put it in there for COVID. And George Floyd also was labeled as a COVID death. Oh, I, I just rewatched that video, which is horrendous. But yeah, yeah he, that's not why he died. He didn't die from fucking COVID. No. He died from that jerk off on his fucking neck. And then the CDC. So you, like, you can't trust the government anymore. Not that you ever could. No. But the CDC... And Fauci, when are we going to put him out the fucking pasture? Isn't enough he retired? That guy. Nah, fucking... He yeah. can't... That guy can't get enough of Jesus the Jesus Christ, that's TV like man. fucking having, like, the Grim Reaper on the news. He just... Ah, five more people died. Hey, thanks for coming back He loves his 15 minutes, man. He 15, loves... 15, Jesus he Christ takes almighty. So, um... But no, um... Uh... 
the CDC. So the CDC now says, right, five days. So is it five days from when you test positive, you can go back. If you're vaccinated, you can do whatever. Yeah. Or is it five days from when you're not feeling good again? Or I think I, well, I, I heard it's five so, days when you're asymptomatic, when you start showing symptoms is what I've heard. Okay. And that's kind of what we've been going through at work. Um, but then, of course, you get these employees who fucking want to milk it. So they do whatever. Yeah, I don't annoying, know. Annoying, annoying, annoying. I think that's happening too. You know? Oh God, yeah. Oh, and and I know I should have talked about this earlier, but so I have this theory on the Eagles. Last night. Oh yeah, of, I saw you texting about that. Yeah. So I got this theory. Like I think that the Eagles took advantage of a situation so they could rest their players. Yeah. And they said these guys were. All, you gonna tell me, um, Goddard, Dallas Goddard, just was out. Four weeks ago, had to sit out a game because he was COVID positive. Now all of a sudden he's COVID positive again. Yeah. So they sat him out. Now what happens is if they were COVID positive, they don't have to test them. They're they're once they're off it, right? They're they're no longer COVID positive. They no longer have to go to the mandatory testing. Hmm. So weekly mandatory testing, vaccinated or unvaccinated, they're weekly testing, right? So now you took. If you look at that list, it was like their 12 best players. They listed them as COVID positive all of a sudden. Now they don't have to test any of them the week of the playoffs. Kind of amazing. And they and they found a way to sit all these guys. Lane Johnson, McLeod. <coughs> Kelsey yeah. did get in for his one play last night, but he was one of the ones on the list. Yeah. So it's like you look down that list of players. Yeah, Dallas yeah, Goddard, yeah, yeah. Stall, the backup tight end. I thought that number 80 last night. A couple of their backup tight ends looked pretty good last night. That, uh, what's his name? Jackson, Tyree Jackson, I think. Or he's an ex quarterback. Yeah. The big dude, number eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's got good. bad hands, though. Uh, was he, he the bad hands? The guy was 81, the kid from the. Is he from Nebraska? 80? No, 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 no. The no, kid? 80s, I don't know where he's from, but. There he, was another guy, too, who who made a touch, who had a touchdown. Yeah. They, they did the uh, shuttle pass. He was that? the one. That was Jackson, the 80. That's the guy I'm talking about. Well, he, he the fucking one they threw to him, he caught on he his leg. He did, he did. But he, there's so many balls that were like easy catches, and he, that was his first catch, by the way, of the year. That touchdown, oh, really? the shovel pass, which they ran the shovel pass to play before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, with uh, what's his name, Ward doing it. Yes, they should have had him fucking. And if Ward running. throws that a little bit more forward, that's a touchdown. Yeah, it's cool that they went back to back and went yeah, with the same yeah, play because yeah. it, it did work. Ward but. is a, a valuable guy to have on a team because he's tough. He can play multiple positions. You should have him return it punts. Fuck with his name, Rager. Get rid of Rager. He's a fucking stiff. He is a stiff. Just get the fuck. Cut the ties. Let's go. Let's go. Exactly. Uh, so, <clears throat> China has pretty much shut down their whole fucking country. Good. Right? Fucking too bad we can't just they, extract they, them from the planet. Those fuckers dropped this shit on us. But it's because they have the Winter Olympics there. So, they are arresting people for going out of their house right now in China. <laughs> just because they yeah, don't want they any COVID situations in that country. So how do you fucking work? How do you do anything? They don't. They don't do that. Well, first don't of all, don't the government fucking make it public because then fucking Biden will do that shit. Fucking dickhead. Mm. Biden is trying to turn us into China. Well, China's He's pulling all the dick. strings Fuck behind this. China. I think China is behind the money, behind everything the Democratic Party is yeah. doing. That's just my own feeling. Um, but no, they... So they're going to host the Winter Olympics. First of all, when I think of Winter Olympics, I think of Canada. Are they doing Winter I think Olympics? of Lily Hammer. I think Lily Hammer. <laughs> great, great show, show by the way. Yeah, yeah. Great, great, great show. fucking show. I want to go to Lily Hammer because of the Olympics. 
I love that show. That show is great. And then uh, in the last episode, Biggs is the one who turned me on to that show. Biggs, he did. Yeah. yeah, he was the one who told me about it. Then, like the, one of the last episodes was uh, Polly Walnut and Bruce Springsteen yeah. were in it, which is awesome. Yeah, it was good. That was good. So, but I don't. Uh, so the Winter Olympics are coming. I don't fucking know. Right. Uh, I, what were the Summer Olympics? Was that in Japan? Cut. Uh, it was in Beijing. Not this time. The time before. I think. I, I thought was it so was Japan hold the uh, Summer Olympics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So I'm getting things up. All right. Yeah. What the fuck are you putting in China? I don't fuck know. Fuck that. Jeez, those fucking guys. Everybody come back fucking COVID. It's like that's how corrupt the IOC is, man. So I, they've been corrupt for years. Though. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. I love the Winter Olympics, and I am not looking forward to watching the Winter Olympics in China. No. So, is what it is. So yeah. Um, so streaming. So we got to talk about real quick. Not no spoilers. We'll try not to uh, do any spoilers. Uh, you got what the last episode to go through a cover? I I am. I've I got forty minutes left in the last episode. So I'm I'm all at right, the. Right. I will tell you exactly tell where you I'm exactly. at. Tell me where you're at. They time, are so. finally at the All Valley. Okay. And it's down to the final four. So I will tell you Ooh, that. Okay. So I will tell you. The final four is nice. It they is. fucking go. But it is so awesome. Yeah. Um. But we were talking about um, Miguel's mother. And my favorite scene, no spoiler on this, is when Johnny's in bed with her. And she's like, oh, you're just like uh, Tom Cruise from Top Gun or something. Like, I guess, Tom Cruise? What? That fucking loser? No, Iceman was the man. That he goes, I know. Johnny? Iceman was the man. man. He had the fucking tight ass. You, He's you, like, you, you can't call yourself Maverick. And, that was his last name, Johnny. You can't call yourself your own nickname. Pete Mitchell. Lieutenant Pete, Pete Mitchell. Maverick. Maverick. You can't call yourself a Maverick. You don't give yourself a oh, nickname. And, and no, but he's like... How about when he's going running with the fucking Walkman? He's knocking dudes the fuck down. The guy Boom. with the scooter knocks him down, takes his scooter, throws it. <laughs> guys on skates. He's oh, get out of the way. Oh, uh, Johnny. By far the best character. Hilarious. Man. But so that, we had been talking about it. Me and my nephew always talk about like how he's always <coughs> drinking Coors Light in the snub nose. But he did yeah, drink some out of the cans. cans. Now, yeah. So I texted him. I said, oh, Johnny's drinking Yellow Jackets out of the cans. <laughs> See, so, now I know the Yellow Jackets because they, they get in that bar fight. Oh. oh, no, that's when they, what's his name, singing, Walker singing. Yellow oh, Snow. oh, yeah. They take him outside. And yeah, fucking. And they bring him back. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I am a huge fan of Ryan Bigham, who plays Walker. Oh, is he a singer or something? He is, in oh, real life. Oh, I didn't know that. He's fucking great, dude. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's a good actor, too. Right? Good, yeah. It's unbelievable. These actors and singers and rappers who are great actors. That, that freaking character in that show, Yellowstone, is a great character. Uh, Walker? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably and then he's always dude. hooking up with the chicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hooked up with... Uh, the young girl. His name's sister. Well, the young girl, who uh, the old guy Lloyd doesn't like. Yeah, the barrel. Yeah, barrel, so, girl. barrel girl. Barrel girl. And then he hooks up with uh, Beth. Who's uh? What's his name? Rip's girl. That's dangerous. Who Rip will whoop your ass, or Rip will take you to the train station, and that train only runs in one direction. Unless you're Walker. Unless you walk. Is that a dead man singing? Oh yeah, Rip's a man. <laughs> Rip's and him and Lloyd are all oh, shit. We got to take this guy back, <laughs> Casey. We need to speak to you. Yeah, Pops didn't like that either. Mm-mm. You know, he's a it's great. The show Casey, is so that's well a great done. show. It's a, it's so I'm. Um, I found. I just bought season four from Amazon. Okay, okay. And once I finish Cobra Kai, that that'll be my exercise. Cobra so I get Kai. Oh my God, Cobra Kai keep is me going. freaking 
awesome. Johnny it is, is man. fucking the best. Yeah. He really is the best. They really, I mean, they brought a lot of characters back, which I thought was kind of cool this year. Stingray and... Stingray. They brought, well, he was in that movie with uh, the Clint Eastwood movie about the, the uh, Atlanta Olympics. Remember the oh, guy? Oh, he played the... He played, played Jewel. The, Jewel, Richard Jewel. Richard Jewel, who got blamed. Oh, my God, you're right. That was him. That's why that was he a good dropped movie, out. By the way. Yeah, I didn't see it. But that's why he dropped out of Cobra Kai. And I'm think, I remember thinking, what, where, where is this guy? And then I saw a special on, you know, uh, it was a special about Clint Eastwood. Wow, he did a great job acting in that movie. I didn't even pair well, that he, together. Well, he took completely uh, gave all the credit to uh, Clint Eastwood. He of goes, course. He goes, Clint freaking just, and everybody does. He goes, Clint was a man. He just totally relaxed. Hey, man, do this. And he pulled me aside and said, hey, man, just, uh, and he doesn't say, shit. He just says, go. Yeah. And everybody and loves unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, Richard Jewell's dead. Is he dead? Yeah, he died. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, fuck. I could have done her alive, Richard Jewell. Dead or alive to me, man. All right, let's go dead we or alive. We could go, you know, we should do dead or alive with COVID or not COVID. What the <laughs> fuck? Betty, Betty White, COVID. All right, I got a, a, on the lines of Betty White, I will have a, a nice dead or alive time. Everybody and Mary Tyler Moore, except Captain Stubing, <laughs> is dead. All right, first one up this week for dead or alive is Mel Brooks. Alive. Mel Brooks is alive. Mel Brooks is alive. Delay your answer so people can play it. <laughs> yeah, Mel Brooks is alive. Yes, he's like 159 years old. Years old. And he's right. still fucking funny. This guy was in a lot of Mel Brooks's or this girl. Gene, what's his name? Uh, Terry Gar. Alive. Yes, alive. <laughs> She's 77 years old. She's alive. Did you ever see her when <laughs> she was? She was oh she was beautiful yeah. all right how about carl reiner carl reiner just died he died meathead's dead that's meathead's dead. Meat dead yeah he, meathead he, by the way so alive he is i'm not bringing him into this okay yeah that's so carl dead. reiner um he was in the uh uh what's his name dick van dyke show yes he was supposedly they, they <clears> were he, writers he for did him. a lot of he was behind a lot of good TV shows back he, in the day. Well, I mean, this is this is before me and yours time. Your dad, mom, and my mom and dad would remember the... What was it? No, no, the, the, the greatest show with uh, Sid Caesar. Yes. He was one of the main writers. Okay. And, and the Dick Van Dyke show was kind of based on that. It was Carl Reiner was... And him and his buddies, Mel Brooks was one of his writers. Woody Allen was one yep. of his writers. And they were the joke writers for all those dudes. So he died in 2020... Yeah, 98 years old. Yeah, he yeah. Lived. He did, and then he was in all those oceans. 11, 12, 13. He was a funny, fucking guy. Mm -hmm. He was a funny. funny he, and those, they were. He played a great role in those movies. Oh yeah, he was. Because he, was, he was the only guy, but he was. Yeah. Like, he was cool. He goes, I've got a girl who who sells in the unmentionables. Yeah, yeah. He was awesome. He was great. Those were really well done. Yes, you know, a lot of times when you do a remake like Ocean's Eleven, the original, which the original was so great. Oh, with Frank Sinatra and those yes. guys, and then there's Sammy a couple of them. I, I think you know a lot of them aren't done well, and they are. That one was done well. Done really well. Right. I right. agree with the you. The Manchurian Candidate was done well with Denzel. Yeah, Denzel. The, the uh, Magnificent Seven with Denzel was done well. If you've seen yeah. that one, that's yep. a good yep. one. Um, I'm not sure you know who this guy is, but I will tell you who he is. William right. Daniels. Do you know him? He was in Saint Elsewhere. Okay. Uh, and Good he character. was the voice of Kit on Knight Rider. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was the head doctor. Yes, correct. He had that little cheesy mustache. Yes, yes I know who he is. Yeah. Oh, well, the fact that you're bringing him up, I'm going to say he must still be alive. 
He is. He's 94 years old. 94 years old. Yeah, I know who he was. He was like the head doctor. He was like kind of a douche. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. His name like Oscar or some shit like that. Or uh, I forget. But yeah, I, I like saying the voice well. of uh, <laughs> Kit. Yeah, yeah, that was him. Voice of Kit. Who was, who was, what was David Hasselhoff's name in that? And they'd always talk to him like, hey, Bob. Yeah. Damn. Do you remember Eddie Murphy doing a skit? Yo, man, they ripped off your fucking battery. I say we get them motherfuckers. <laughs> That's fucking good. I say we get them motherfuckers. All right. Uh, very great in movies. Comedic guy, Dom DeLuise. Oh, that, that big fat guy, he died probably 20 years ago. Uh, no. He died. Okay, so he is dead now. Yeah, he died 12 years ago. <laughs> is his son still alive? That yeah. big fat. Peter and David. He yeah, was in Jump Street. 21 Jump Street. Yes, he was. He shouldn't have been in jumping original, nothing that fat. He should have or, been skipping. Original Fox yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, with Johnny Depp. Johnny, Johnny was Depp. a man. And Holly Robinson. And, oh, Holly Robinson. Holly Robinson and Pete. Damn. Yeah. And then uh, Richard Grieco was in that. Yes, too, he was. Right? Yeah, that was a good he show. He replaced Johnny Depp. Oh, did he? I think. Yeah, he was all right. And, then, and the amazing. black guy who ran the thing. Remember, he was a skinny black guy, had the beard. Uh, Mario Peoples or something like that? No, 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 no not Mario. Mario Peoples, he no. was good too. No, older guy. He had the grayish like beard. Uh, he was the guy who ran the, the young police officer. Yeah, yeah, what else was he in? I don't know. I don't know. He's okay. just, he was great. Okay. The, the show was great. I love 21. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. It's a great show. Yeah. Um, what was that hot chick so now we're going to go to Match Game. Match Game! Oh, God, there's not too many of them dudes alive. Uh, <laughs> First one up, Charles Nelson Riley. Oh, Charles, no, he was always up, uh, he was in the second tier because Richard yes, was slow. Was. And he was top like, right. Up, uh, top right. God, <laughs> I'm going to say he's still alive, that fucker. He died in 2007 at 76. Wow. Okay. How about the fabulous Brett Summers? Brett Summers. She, she was right next to Charles yeah, Nelson. Yes, she was. She was in another. Um, Brett Summers. I'll say she's alive too. Brett Summers died in 2007 as Damn. well. At 83. Damn, she probably died because Charles Nelson Riley. You probably know this one though. Richard Dawson. Oh, he's dead. Yeah, he died in 2012 at 80. Um, she was, he was also in Hogan's Heroes. I think this one, Marsha Wallace. Do you remember the red-haired girl? She yes, was, yes. She I'll say she, she, she was young. I'll say she was. She's still alive. She died in 2018. Damn, I'm getting fucked up. Match game. At 71. Wow. Um, the cute little one in the middle, there was two of them. I got the first one was Joanne Flug. She was the she was the brunette, but she sat in the middle sometimes. Now you don't know her. I say alive. What the fuck? She's alive. She's okay. eighty. Right. And then Elaine Joyce. She was a little cute blonde. She was in there all the I'll time. I say she's alive too. Uh, Elaine Joyce is alive. She's seventy-six. Okay, so I'm, I'm getting. And then there was another one that was on the show. She was always in the back. bottom left corner. Betty White. <laughs> dead? <laughs> yes, Betty White is dead. Betty White, poor Betty. Who who did Betty White's husband? One week. Want? One week she'd be. Uh, Another, yeah, yeah. I should have bought that. Celebrate her birthday that. next week. Betty, yeah. All right, and then we're going to go to the Partridge family. All right, all right. Did you watch the Partridge family? Yes, I did. Mm. Fucked up bus. First one is Reuben Kincaid, Dave Madden. Dead. He died in 2014 at 83 years old. All right, how about the mother, Shirley Partridge? Alive. Shirley Jones. Alive. She's 87 years old. She's alive. She not only won an Oscar, she won a Tony. She was fucking talented. Yeah. Chick. Agreed. Yep. Uh, how about Lori Partridge? Susan Day. Yes, yeah, she's alive. She was in LA Law. <clears throat> she was in LA Law. 
69 years old. How about our local boy, Danny Bonaducci? Alive, Danny alive. He should be dead, but he's alive. He's 62. Didn't he get busted? He was hiding in his closet. He had all sorts of <laughs> he shit. He was, yeah. Fuck, crazy ass fuck. He was all drugged out, man. And then he got a radio gig at Y100 yeah, there for a while. Right. Yeah. He was doing all right. Then he got more drugs. I used to work with those dudes from Y100 all the time. All I used right. to. Um, but yeah, I never ran into him. He was post me. Uh, how about Keith Partridge? David Cassidy. You know, you, pre- you had his poster up in your room. Yeah! <laughs> My sister Kathy. My sister Kathy. I bet you she would know, too. Too bad she's not home. Uh, I'd say he's alive. He died in 2017 at Did 67 he? years wow, old. fucker. How about Tracy Partridge? Susanna Crow. The little one? She's alive and she's big and fat. She died in 2015 and she was big and fat and she was only 52 years old. Wow, I'm doing bad today. Wow, I'm surprised. <laughs> you had a rough dead or alive today. Betty White threw you off. Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. Good night's dead, by the way. All right, we're over an hour, so we're going to have to move this along. All, all right, right, all right. We'll do... We got. Would a, you keep, rather? Do you yeah, have yeah, would you yeah, rather? yeah, yeah. We, we got some would you rather. Man, I did bad on the... Who, who's dead today? Jeez. Wow, I was... The match game fucked me up. Yeah, that shocked me. So uh, here we go. Would you rather? Would you rather lose the ability to read mm-hmm. or lose the ability to speak? Read. I'd rather lose the ability. I think I, I think I'd agree with you. I mean, you know, you could always be like AB. I could always could be like uh, Dexter Manley and fucking, you know, pull the paper upside down. <laughs> Remember that story? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what are you doing, Dexter? Reading the paper. Really? Who said that, Joe Thiesman? Joe Thiesman. <laughs> He's got the New York Times upside down. That's awesome. Um, all right, the next one. Would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales? So you're either a fish. I'd rather covered in fur. Yeah, me too. Scales are nasty. <laughs> I'm pretty much stuff. fucking covered in fur. I'm such a hairy fucking yeah, bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the scales. That's a, what am I, a lizard? Nah, fuck that shit. Yeah, no. No thank you on that. Uh, all right. Um, would you rather have one real get out of jail free card? Mm-hmm. All right. So whatever happens, okay. you get out of jail free. All right. Uh, or a key that opens any door anywhere in the world. Well, if you got the key that opens any door, you're getting the fuck out of jail, aren't you? Uh, I'll take that key. I'll take that key too, man. Wherever you can do, whatever. You know? I just saw a picture of Elizabeth Hurley. Maybe <coughs> that key will work on her bedroom. She's our age, dude. She's our age. And she, you see her in her fucking bikini? Phenomenal. She looks smoking. Selma Hayek, you see her in her bikini? Who? Selma Hayek. Oh, it's phenomenal, too. I just watched her in a movie so, this yeah, morning. Yeah, so I, I'll take that key. I'll be going from door to door to door, man. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. All right. Would you rather your wife or girlfriend uh, be a 10 mm. with a bad personality okay. or a 6 with an amazing personality? How old do I got to be with this girl? One night? Two nights? No, it's your, it's your every day. Fuck. So a 10 with zero... Per- See, the thing is, with a 10, you banger, then you're like... No, not zero personality, personality, bad personality. Bad personality. Like just, I'll take the six with a good personality. Me too, man. Because if, as soon as you bang the 10, then you're like, then you got to deal with her fucking annoying shit. Right. It's like, could you... No, th- All right, is, can, can you... Six on my scale is pretty fucking good, by the way. See, what's that? A six on my scale is pretty See, good. You know, I mean, it'd be one thing if you could mute the 10 and just say, mute, boop. Okay, then you don't have to hear her shit. I never... Well, first I, I, I could never get to too, ten, but I, I can't I never... remember too many girls that I dated with a bad personality. Not too many, I mean, a few, but not too many. 
No, I dated I dated a couple that were you know bad personality. It just, but it was like it didn't last long because yeah. I just you just can't do it. I just can't do that. Right? It's a mismatch. It's like, yeah, it's like that. I mean, you're a good guy, and then you're gonna be. I don't know. Sorry about that girl from Delaware. Fucking that Delaware County. She was a pain in the ass, man. Yeah, what a fun family though. That's true. Very fun family. Uh, anyway, uh, Mount Rushmore. All right, here we go. Here, here we, we go. go. We so, about it. The Mount Rushmore of since it's the national championship tomorrow. Yep. Mount Rushmore of national championship games. games. All right. So this is gonna be tough. Um, we'll just throw a bunch out there. We'll okay. go back and forth, but you okay. go first. All right, so I'm going to go with the, the obvious one. Uh, 2006, Texas-USC. That was probably... It's the best. That was fucking a great game. You know, they, they talk about games of the century. That one lived up to the billing. Man. It that did. That was a fucking great game. And it was... As you talked about, there's going to be future Hall of Famers. Or now future pro guys. Tons of them. Yeah. Tons of them. And, oh, my God. You look back and say, wow, what a yeah. game. And there's highs and lows. And, you know, USC's up by 11... You know, Texas comes back. They come back. Comes Mac down Brown, the coach. Mac Brown was a coach. Yeah. So the yeah, Vince Young that makes that run. What's that? Vince Young makes that makes run. that run at the end. Yep. And then they're yeah. like fourth and one. They go for it, which I, I totally respect. And instead of going to Lindell White, who they have not. St- oh, they did go to Lindell White, and then a, a guy, the Eagles, a lineman, the Eagles drafted from USC, misses a block. I forget his name. Uh, the left tackle. Left tackle. Yeah, oh my God, we just had him on one of the because I said he was a bust. Yeah, he was a bust, and he misses the tackle. USC or Texas stops him, and then they go on their drive. So yeah, that one was a great, great game. That was a great game. Yeah, it was a a great game, and you know that was such a big game because the build up USC was you know again one of those unbeatable. They were right? one. And, they were one and two. Um, Texas was <clears> two, and like you said, no one gave them a shot. It was because USC had won like thirty-four straight games or something like that. They had won supposedly two in a row. Uh, they were going for their third, which is unheard of. And then Texas, you know, put a chip on his shoulder, like, "Hey, no one's believing us. We're going to go get them," and they did. I can't find a tackle. I'm trying to find um, the oh, draft. Right here, yeah. Winston Justice. Winston Justice. Yeah. Yes. God damn it! I can't believe it. Winston Justice, uh, yeah. And if you remember that that same season, that was a turnaround season. Was that the one where Notre Dame, USC, that same season? The Bush push. Bush Correct. push. And that was the year Penn State was 11-1. and one, So they were one game, and they lost one game to Michigan on a last-second pass. Uh, and they was were that right the Jason Avant pass? The guy who ends no, up No, it was uh, Winnington or Winnington. Okay. And that's... The but it was like across the middle. Across the middle on a three. And they yeah. gave uh, Michigan like one more second or something. Yes. It was something stupid. Yes. And so they were a second away from, I don't know, messing that up, whatever. Um, that's but still yeah, Jopa. That was still Jopa, yeah. Um, so I got a lot to choose from. Okay. Uh, that That is, to me, my number one. Yeah, that was my number one. <clears throat> um, so I'm going to go with one that was very close to that. Uh, the Fiesta Bowl when Ohio State beats Miami. Yes. In overtime. That was a great game. They just had a special on that. Yeah, I remember. Maurice Claret, the freshman, who yes, <laughs> it was a, fell hard after that after, game. <clears throat> why he thought he was a pro. I mean, he was a good freshman. Yeah. But he had some growing up to do. I don't think he was ready to go pro. But, yeah, that was a great game, and that was a great mind. No one gave Ohio State, again, no one gave Ohio yep. State any chance at all. They were number two. Yep. They had a tough schedule, beat the Big Ten and all that stuff. And here's Miami, who, again, they were another team who was on a big 
undefeated streak, and what a, what a game it was. That was a great a game. game. And I remember one play where, you know, I think, I think it, was it was two overtimes. Two overtimes. I think it was two overtimes. And there was an interception. Claret chases somebody down, rips the ball from them, gets the ball back, change of possession, and they get, they get the ball yeah. back again. And I think in the beginning of that game, Miami had a running back who gets hit in the knee. Oh, no. that I don't know if that was in the very beginning or first or maybe second half. M- it was McGahee. Was it McGahee? Willis McGahee, May- who ended up having a decent pro career. Yeah, he did. He played for Buffalo. Yeah. But he, um, that was like really early was on that, in the game. Was that early in the game? I it was. remember it happened. It was like yeah. the second play of the game. Get out of here. Was yeah. it that early Fucking in the game? And then right. who was their backup? Frank Gordon. <clears throat> yeah. Who played pretty damn good. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, that was a good one. Um, I will go with. Uh, I'll go with the Alabama Georgia game from like four years ago, which went to 2018. Overtime. Yeah, two overtimes. That one went to two overtimes, and again they had to make a switch. And there's a lot of guys who we've been talking about involved in that. Jalen Hurts got pulled. Ty uh, Valoa, whatever went in, and then our boy Devontae Smith is the one who made the catch. Yep. And that went to two overtimes. Georgia, <clears throat> Alabama again. Um, I'm gonna go with. Now, this wasn't a national championship game. The team that wins ends up winning the national championship. Yeah, well, there's going to be a couple of those. But the Miami-Nebraska 1984 Orange Bowl, where... 84? 1984 Orange Bowl, where... Oh, 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 83. Yes, yes, Miami, Miami beats yes. Nebraska. And that came down to the last play. It did. And, but Miami was number five at that point and jumped everybody. And they had one loss. They lost the first game of the year to Florida. Right. They went on a run. Howard Schnellenberger, Howard Schnellenberger. Uh, what's his name Bernie Kosar and I give Osborne credit till this day for going for, for two. going for it fuck it yeah. exactly he had balls out. if he had gone for the tie and, and tied it they probably would have been a chance but then people would always put a question mark and he hadn't won a championship at that point. Nope. and he was very he wasn't at that point not very good in bowl games nope and he, hey, you're right I, I give him all the credit in the world for going for it a lot of balls to do that stuff yep. good for Tom Osborne so yeah I'll go with that I'm going to stick with the 80s, and I'll go with the uh, 87 Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, I wasn't going to State. take that from yeah. you, dude. <laughs> well, I got my Penn State stuff on. Someone gave this to me as a gift. So, yeah, 87, which wasn't the greatest game up until that last series, as we were talking about. 14-10, five turnovers from uh, Vinny, Penn, Penn State. Joe Poe totally outcoached Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson doesn't ever want to admit that. If you ever watch those 30 for 30s, they always kind of downplay how he got outcoached. Came down to, again, another last play. If they had run the ball, they probably would have got in. They threw the ball, and Giftopoulos gifted it right to Penn State. Uh, I got so many on this list. Um, I'm going to get, not as good. I mean, I think we named all the really, really good ones. I had uh, Bama beats Georgia in 2018, the Texas-USC game. Um, What else do I got on here? Uh, Bama beating Clemson. 45-40. 45-40. That was a, a game, oh. um, I think it was a 2016 national championship with uh, the running back that's now with the Titans was on the team. Oh, Henry. Yeah. Yeah. So, that But one. that was a good back and forth game. I think it was tied at like 14-14 at halftime. Yeah. And then it just went back and forth. And you had Deshaun Watson was the quarterback for Clemson. And that game just went back and forth. That's and, when Alabama beat them? <clears throat> and what year was that? Uh, 2016. Well, how about was it the next year where Clemson beat them on uh, the out pattern? The out pattern, and it was uh, Watson Renfro, Renfro. who's on the Raiders now, made that catch. Yes, that one was one hell of a game as well. Yeah, yeah. 
So I'll go with that. That that's another good one. How about how you know it, you know this, this one's a little off track. It wasn't a championship game, but it was a playoff game. Clemson Ohio State. That was a hell of a game. Remember that game where Ohio State was dominating the game, then they had a targeting against Lawrence, oh. and that turned the whole game around. Yes. And I think it was something Ward, Sean Ward or something for Ohio State was a top a corner corner blitz hits them. He Which was down. a bullshit call, by the way. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, the, you know that. So so back was to back. Fields at quarterback. No, for uh, uh, for Ohio, I th- was that Fields? I think that was Fields. That was, was a couple years. Was ago. it Fields? Was, yeah. I guess would that have been think, last year uh, or the year before? No, no, maybe it wasn't Fields because I think it was Lawrence's maybe sophomore year. Was okay. it three years ago? So who was their quarterback? Was it uh, Haskins? Well, Ohio State did. Jesus, did they make it to the championship game? Yeah, but they, they lost, right? No, no, no. But they. I, think I know they, they went there no, with no, Fields. No, no, no. They did oh, make you, it the championship game they because lost they them. lost to Clemson. Oh, okay. Clemson beat them. So you're saying the semifinals? It was a semifinal. Oh, okay, okay. So no, so that was that was just kind of a little uh, you know side bit. But yeah, so two of the uh, Alabama Clemson games, you know, you know, back to back years, they were great, great games. Clemson had great defenses. All right, how about the 1994 uh, Orange Bowl? Florida State beats Nebraska 18-16. Oh, with the uh, oh, that was a terrible kick to the left. Yes, it ended a game. Nebraska, game. Nebraska yeah. wide left. You're right. Very uh, that good. was an awful, awful game. Yeah, because oh, yeah. uh, you know Florida State just came down and kicked the field goal yep, to take the yep, lead. Yep, yep. And then he thought that was time. it, and they're putting the hat on Bobby and they're dousing. Yeah. Then here they come, and boom, there was some boom, call boom. that they said one more play. And they try to kick it, and it's like, oh shit, Bobby's not going to win his first championship. Yep. And the guy kicked By it. Bobby so had, I don't think uh, Osborne had won one yet. He hadn't won. Neither of them. Because he won gets one. it the next year. <laughs> he gets it the next year, which the also was with the undefeated Penn State okay. team. Uh, yeah, and uh, that should have been a split championship. But I mean, so then they—that was a decent game. That, that was a one-two game, by the way. Ninety-four, uh, FSU. Yeah. Nebraska. So then, then the next year, uh, Nebraska beats. Uh, Miami with Warren Sapp, and that wasn't a bad game. Warren Sapp? Warren Sapp was on Miami. Oh, no shit. And I think there was a guy named Costa who was a quarterback for Miami. Okay. And and Nebraska just wore him down. I think the final was 24-17. And then the next day, I remember being out in California because I went to the Rose Bowl that year and watching that like, shit, now we don't have a shot. Against Oregon. <clears throat> yeah, and then the first play from scrimmage, Kajana goes like 85 yards on a run. That was and it's like game time. We got this, and we're like looking at the Oregon guys, like you guys might as well just lay down now because we're gonna roll. Who was Oregon's quarterback? I forget, uh, Danny something or other, and they they had a decent game of. They had a they had a good decent quarterback. They had a decent running back. Yeah, and then every time they they drew closer, Prince just went down in like a minute and a half, like boom, 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 boom. But they had Bobby Ingram, Freddie Scott, Kajana Carter, Kyle Britt. They just were loaded. Ton of first rounders, dude. Oh my god, their offensive line was—they never even touched Kerry Collins. Yeah. They just back there, like doo doo doo, boom. I love the fact that Kerry Collins um, <clears throat> put so much back into. You know, I told you when Luke was, I guess, a freshman, he played an all-day water polo tournament up mm-hmm. there at uh, Wilson, and Kerry Collins had donated so much money to that high school. Oh, that's where he that was the coolest fucking gym. Wow. Like this, oh my god, everything, the stadium. Everything. I mean, I know they got a good football program up there, but that's cool. And uh, I'm sure uh, 
Shout out to Jay. I'm sure they got a good wrestling program. The too. wrestling program. <laughs> got to have that good wrestling program, yeah, man. man. Because Thur- Thurgood uh, Lewis, old bud, or whatever, Thurgood, or whatever his name was. Somebody thought you wrestled on that idiot's chat last night. No, I'm, no, like, I'm not going to tell you. That was like, Johnny. That was Johnny wrestled. I didn't wrestle. I played I'm like, no, I know Jimmy didn't wrestle. No. I, almost, he <laughs> Jay, was, I think Jay chimed in that you were afraid of Thurgood. Oh, he was a tough fucker, man. Uh, and he almost <laughs> talked me into it, though. But uh, no, Johnny wrestled, not me. All right. Well, um, let's uh, wrap it up here. We're like an hour and 20 in. All right. Episode uh, 86, Riding Shotgun with Norman Jim. National Championship tomorrow. Yeah. Eagles wait, playoff wait. game next weekend. We'll have to do an episode before the playoff game next week. We'll when is the game? Do you know? I don't know. But if it's Saturday, we might have to squeeze one in Friday or something. <laughs> squeeze one in. We'll do something. See what this week brings. You know, that way we can see, do a wrap-up. we can up. sneak one of the Andrews in and uh, see their cry about Michigan or whatever. <laughs> oh, don't pick a one. No, hey, no, I, I, now I hear about Jimmy uh, Harbaugh going pro. You think he's going to go back? No, I don't think he will. Not after this year. I think he's going to turn the table. I think he turns the tables on Ohio State. Really good. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Ohio State's so good at getting recruits. and they get so safe. Yeah, he does pretty good. All right. All right. Thanks for riding shotgun with Norm Jim. We'll